Hey everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the Power Play Podcast. I am Michael Ledoux. I am the Dan Dallin. I am Cameron Dallin. And I'm Trey Ledoux. Awesome. Welcome, everybody. We also have a special co-host, a Braden Rich from Massachusetts. Welcome to our show, Braden. Thanks for having me. Thanks for jumping on. We're going to talk a little hockey with you in a few minutes. Uh, podcast is up and running at a bunch of venues, Dan, and we actually have it live on YouTube now. Yeah, I saw, Mike, you took care of that, picked up right where I left off and finished lo- uploading it all to YouTube. Excellent. Yeah, it was great. It took a little bit of time. Um, HD video, I don't know. I, I was kind of confused, but uh, I know this high-quality videos that are being are all uploaded. Episodes 1 through 7 are uploaded on the PowerPlay uh, podcast channel on YouTube, PowerPlay Podcast NNY. They're all there for your purview. Also, real quick, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, uh, I wanted to thank Tony Slurry, schooloftone.com here in Watertown, New York. Uh, Tony Slurry does the opening riff for the PowerPlay podcast, and he did that complimentary kudos at not no cost. So if you can visit uh, schooloftone.com, reach out to Tony here in Watertown for all of your music needs. That'd be great. Uh, a few updates from our friends over at PowerPlay Sports. Uh, wanted to talk a little bit about the Battle of the Biscuit tournament coming up over the Christmas holiday at PowerPlay Sports from the 27th through the 30th. Rumor has it former professional hockey player Anthony Neto, uh, and co-owner of PowerPlay Sports. I think he had a one trade. What did he play? One, one game? game contract. Yeah, one game like contract. Yeah, he played like three years ago. He had a one-day tilt in the Federal Professional Hockey League against... Yeah, and he scored uh, against the Watertown Wolves. He's playing, apparently. He must be in the 18 and over division. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did talk to Paul Tremper today. I got some updates on some things that are going on over at PowerPlay Sports. Uh, They obviously shop local for the holidays. Uh, Big membership drives going on over there. And as you know, the outdoor rink is in. They have their new ice down. A new director of hockey operations is Coach Bill Palmer of the Steel. Uh, it's going to start some programs in Janu- January and have a spring hockey development program at Power Play. Uh, and then, uh, you know, every week we mention it, but uh, just want to give another shout out to Glory Construction, Chris Nethers and his crew. Uh, the winds that we had uh, knocked the boards over that they had set up outside at the outdoor rink. So they had to go over there on Saturday and put up all the boards and put braces in. So thanks a lot to those guys and all the volunteers that they had. That, uh, that wind oh. over the weekend was intense, right? All across the country. Yeah. Um, the tornadoes in the Midwest. I know we had power lines down uh, north of us here. Uh, delayed our trip home from Canton. Yeah. Did uh, you so, guys get uh, rerouted out after that Canton game through that little backwoods area there? I don't know. It was, yeah, it was, it was sketchy. I was waiting for the banjos <laughs> to come out. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. We stopped to get gas, and while I was pumping gas, the van was shaking, and the people inside the van said that it was actually lifting up. They felt the van rising up from the wind. It was just like scooping it up. It was, I don't know, I guess I could have gotten crushed. Maybe not. Well, I'm glad we made it home safely because, I mean, all the kids that detoured through there, boy, oof, oof, was, uh, was, a, was a windy night. Anyways, um, 
Hey, before we get into Team Ledoux, Team Dallin, everything that's going on this weekend, Braden, what's going on? Tell us what's going on. I, you know, I know your connections. I want to know about your connections to Watertown, New York, and I want to know about your hockey, hockey playing career in Massachusetts. So why don't you take it from, uh, from the beginning? Tell us a little bit about you, your hockey playing, and how you're connected to the Watertown area. All right. Um, I started hockey when I was probably four years old. I got into the Learn to Skate program. My dad put me in there. Then I, I really started liking it. We thought, let's give hockey a try. Um, started playing on the Worcester Sharks. I forget about maybe nine years ago. And I've been with this team, that team, for pretty much my whole career. I've played for other teams, like on the side, and then now I'm playing in high school. So it's pretty crazy. What high school are you playing for? Uh, Auburn. It's in, yeah, it's just Auburn. Auburn High School. It's, uh, is that out near Worcester? It's, um, yeah, it's about maybe five minutes away from Worcester, I'd say. And uh, it's a conjoined school. I'm from Tantasqua, and I, I'll just play there for them. It's, I think there's four schools maybe combined. And, uh, yeah, I'm connected to uh, Watertown, Uncle Mike, Trey, my cousin. Got some, uh, a lot of family up there. Very fun to go up there and mess around. Absolutely. Kind of the same here too, Braden. Like our IHC team, and then like where Cameron's going to play um, at Ontario Bay. Um, same thing. Multiple schools really come together to support uh, one high school team. Um, I mean, rumor has it you played a game last weekend and uh, actually scored a goal in your high school game. And I'd like to hear a little bit about that because it makes me really proud. You know, you're my godson. You're down there in Massachusetts, and you're lighting the lamp. What, what, tell us about your game last week. Um, I mean, I think it was pretty, it was fun. It was exciting. I was definitely nervous. Um, got a good chance. It was pretty, it was actually pretty lucky. The puck was just right there and I shot it and it went in. Thank God the goalie wasn't like, he wasn't like too good. So, I mean, the puck was kind of like right by him. Listen, the puck coming your way is luck, but you being in the right spot at the right time is all about ice knowledge and skill. Absolutely. You're not giving yourself enough credit. Wasn't it a 5-1 game? It was. So at that point, I think it was 2-1. Two, two to one. We had just scored our first goal like maybe three minutes ago. Uh-huh. And we tied it up with that one right there, and we ended up losing 4-2 in the oh. third Four to two. Tough luck. Who did you play? It was what's Auburn's na- team name again? Auburn. The Auburn Rockets. Rockets. And who did you guys play against? Uh, Neshoba. So they're the Neshoba. Forget their are, they name. The, are they the Vikings? I think, I think they are actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like- yeah, they might be. So that's pretty cool. Tell us a little bit about your dad. I heard you, the rumor has it that your dad can play hockey. Is that true or is that false? Yeah, I mean, he's a little dust. I mean, I, yeah. I'd say, like, I mean, I was playing men's league with him on uh, Thanksgiving. I had to give him a little bit of the body. Oh, <laughs> did you? Did you really? Yeah. That would probably, you probably knock him over. He's probably like a, a feather out there. He's not very rugged. Yeah, he's like he's, a chair. He's slow. Yeah, he is. He's like a chair. 
We call him a we kind of call him a Fair. bender. Yeah, I'd say that. That's a good word to describe him. Yeah, at the end, just so you know, we'll put a plug in for the Bay State Brewery. They're located in uh, an arena. My brother-in-law, Sean, um, Braden's dad. Oh, Trey has a glass up there saying Bay State. There you go. Uh, they own a they own a brewery that's in. Uh, what's the name of the arena that it's in, Braden? Uh, the Wick Worcester Ice Center. The Worcester Ice Center. They own a Worcester brewery actually ice in the Worcester. Center. How many sheets you know? of ice do they have at Worcester Ice Center? Uh, two. Very yeah. nice sheet device. We got yeah. Uh, who plays on it we got the railers like our team there they play on it and a bunch of just like schools like Worcester academy a bunch of schools come around well i i think we have to figure out a way to get into a tournament out that way because it's been a while since i received an unlimited amount of free beer (laughs) that's that's what we need to do we need to actually look at possibly getting bay state brewing as a sponsor on this pg-13 podcast yeah (laughs) Awesome. So uh, yeah, let's um, let's get rocking and rolling here. Uh, Dan, can you? How about a synopsis of last week for you? Uh, broadcasting, uh, family events. What's, what was going on in your hockey world? Yeah, last week. Holy cow! So I have to I have to like look at my calendar to uh, check all these things out. Um, I, I don't even know when we started. So we I had well, let's see. I announced the IHC uh, Cicero game, CNS North Syracuse uh, and mm-hmm. IHC. Cavaliers in Cicero last Tuesday on December 7th. Um, I'm sure you're going to want to cover that, though. But that was interesting because the room I normally broadcast from there was occupied. They had a meeting, so I had to set up in the bleachers. Uh, And that's always a fun experience, dropping electrical cables across pathways where players with skates walk. I was nervous. And parents with language uh, because every referee doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, that's always interesting. And that's when I just try to say things. So that's, that's like, it's my tongue in cheek correction when parents start doing that. Cause I I'm loud. There's nothing I can do about it, especially when I'm getting passionate about a game and I'll just start making comments live online, right through my live stream. It's like, Oh, there's certainly some dissension around the people around here. Apparently when you're sitting in the bleachers, you know, a lot more than the hours and hours of training that you have to go to, let alone to be able to skate backwards while blowing a whistle and paying attention to games and not running over a little kid, you know, um, or clearly being even with the blue line and next to the puck does not give you a better line of sight than way over here on this side of the ice. Um, And that generally quelches a lot of that stuff uh yeah yeah Yeah. over this past weekend though i did have to announce i was in pulaski and so i was announcing live in ring through the arena speakers as well as live streaming and really early on some parents started getting mouthy towards the referees and so i just popped right on there and announced how you know we abide by all usa hockey Uh, rules and regulations including no taunting heckling yelling jeering at players or referees for any reason we will be immediately removed from the facility you know a lot of people think they'll just watch from the warming room you know what now that i know what the rule says you're going outside and the last guy is not pleasant outside i think it happened uh i i caught wind of it a little bit today on social media i think it happened in the Watertown Wolves, Cam and Trey's 14U game against Ogdensburg. I think uh, our good friend, uh, director of officials, Don Horton, had to have a little word with a parent through the glass and basically could have ejected him. But but because Don's been doing this so long, basically said, 
sit down and behave yourself or you're going to have to leave, I think, you know, right. So, and, and that absolutely should not be necessary. At the end of the day, these are kids playing, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think, uh, Trey, you see it from a different perspective now, don't you? Thinking about uh, the referees. I know, I know uh, you were supposed to referee this weekend and actually went down and got to watch Owen Van Brocklin ref. Different perspective, don't you think? Yeah, for sure. It was, it was, it was wild. It's wild when you just watch the refs. It's like you, you go to a game, not like with any intentions to watch the actual game, but just to watch the refs. Totally different. Yeah. And we, and we were trying to focus. We were watching that uh, game, uh, guys, and it was uh, – who, who was it, who was it uh, Trey? Was it a, a – was it, was it a like, squirt? Squirt red? Yeah, it was a squirt red. But it was like uh, Corning maybe? Yeah, Corning. Yeah, I think it was. Corning. And we were just trying to watch the refs the whole game, you know, just because Trey was kind of focusing because he was supposed to referee Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that got canceled for him. So he's going to try to referee next weekend. But uh, when you yeah, watch we... a game and try to pay attention to referee positioning, depending on which mm-hmm. side of the ice the puck is on, what's happening, what just happened, you're dodging flying players that don't skate as well as they think, it's <laughs> <laughs> flying through the air. Uh, yeah, yeah, to have to also dodge comments coming from adults that are supposed to know better. Yeah. It's unfortunate. What else did you broadcast? You, have, you didn't have any one hockey this week at all, right? Uh, no, no had... one hockey. Some snowbelt games, some tournament games that I did uh, over the weekend. So uh, some, boy, some killers that were going on. Uh, let's see. So I did, well, I did the Canton game. So I missed the, both games with my kids uh, on Saturday. But I tell you what, uh, 18U uh, snowbelt team for Salmon River had quite the battle down in Ithaca battling. It's an outdoor rake. So uh, it was hard to see because of the fog Yeah, you know, cast park. Yeah. Right. The walls don't go down to the ground. It's just netting. So Saturday was 50 some odd degrees outside. You got a sheet of ice inside. All of the glass was fogged up. I think there was a layer of fog inside the ice, but once the kids start skating around that gets cleared out, but uh, you know, it, Makes it hard for parents to see and, and watch that for sure. It was like um, a, yeah. uh, one tournament game. Oh, I can't remember what it, what it was, but it was like so much fog on the ice and like one half of the ice. That for, happened uh, for Unity? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah, it was wild. I remember that. It was, yeah, it was, it was the one with like, the, it was like 5 30 in the morning. Five. Yeah. It was in Danbury, right? Where the Danbury Trashers played from the. I think so. From in the hat tricks play now, yeah, that's where it was, yeah, Cam. You're right. It was just a huge thing of like fog on the ice. Yeah, that's yeah. happened uh, in Pulaski at the Haldane Arena when the dehumidifier portion went down of the uh, you know airflow system inside the arena. Thick fog. They op- ended up opening up the Zamboni door and just had the kids skating around laps inside the rink itself just to kind of create that vortex to get fresh air in off of that ice. It was ridiculous. They, who knew that weather was going to happen inside, but I guess, you know. Yeah, the, the reason that happened uh, in the can game is because the, like the, the doors opened for the ambulance to come in. Yep. Yeah. And all of the fog just came. Yeah, it was foggy after that, like in the second half of the second period. Yeah. Yeah, there that that arena that was uh, difficult to broadcast into. I had Wi-Fi issues, so I'm currently trying to figure out how to get over 
Wi-Fi and, and find an alternative solution. Because the other challenge I have, if not Wi-Fi, using cellular service indoors, it's all, I got steel girders, concrete yeah. walls, and an aluminum yeah. roof or a steel yeah. roof. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work very well, does it? You don't possible. get Verizon signal, yeah. <clears throat> so working on that. Um, and then yesterday, uh, I was out, I had, um, boy, what did I do yesterday? Yesterday was Sunday. Uh, the Snowbelt Sam and River game in uh, against Lysander. Uh, and then I uh, hustled up to get the Og- second Ogdensburg game up in Watertown. Boy, I yeah. was flying up 81. Um, and, and uh, you know, as by flying, I meant going very quickly in a uh, at, for a speed that was safe and conducive to road and weather conditions. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. <laughs> hey, I, I, I know there's one big highlight of that game, that Salmon River game yesterday. And I, I, the rumor has it that uh, Double Deuce is the guy that's sporting Mike Bossy's jersey for the Salmon River uh, squad. Uh, pumped went in. I saw a highlight of his video last night. So yep. props go out to, to Bailey Dallin for uh, scoring a heck of a goal yesterday. I, lo- I love that. It looked really great to see. And I like his celly it, after the kid is. Uh, <laughs> it was it was the second period, 9.15 into the second period. And again, Braden, right? He was in the right spot at the right time. He was at the far post. Kid came in from defense, shot the puck. The it it got initial save by the goalie. He was trying to gobble it up in front of him between his pads. He was trying to get his, his glove onto it. Bailey was right there at the post, just jabbing at anything that was black and round. And he stuffed that puck in between his legs. And so it scored the goal at 915 of the second period. 915 in. He got his first goal of the season. And uh, boy, that celebration. Oh, the long slide up along the boards, the team <laughs> reaching over to congratulate him. Even as he as he got onto the bench, he just got absolutely engulfed by the whole team. And that was a minute and 16 seconds after uh, an assist that he made, too. He got the double assist on Matt Bice's first goal of the season. Matt wow. Bice is a former Mullet of the Week winner for us. He sure is. Yeah, he won the Mullet of the Week. That's right. Yeah, Bray. Yeah, Bray. Bray, with your goal, you're probably the leading scorer on your team. You guys have only played one game, right? Uh, I know someone got a hat trick on Saturday. Oh, you guys played Saturday? Yeah, we won. I think seven to one against uh, East Long Meadow Knights. I think. Wow, cool. What's up for you this week? You got more games this week? Uh, we're playing Hudson, the Hudson Hawks, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then I got I got practice literally every single day. My schedule is definitely getting filled up. And then I think my next game is probably next week sometime. I'll figure that out. And then yeah. You guys doing any tournaments over Christmas or are you what are you are you gonna you, you even know? I think we yeah, we have a Christmas tournament tournament like I think the week before Christmas. And mm-hmm. we have like a game on the twenty seventh. And just some practices scheduled like throughout that whole week. So I got a question, oh. Braden. You said you got a game coming up against the Hudson Hawks. That's a cool name. <laughs> are, are they from New Jersey by any chance? No, they oh. are. They are Massachusetts. Just one because my one of my favorite movies. It's a spoof of a movie with um, Bruce Willis is Hudson Hawk. And yes. 
He's, he's from New Jersey. That just would have been great. They would have been, I would have moved. I would have totally moved. <laughs> so I could go call for them. Absolutely. So uh, a little bird just chirped in my ear, a hockey mom, Braden. And she said that Braden has three games over Christmas vacation, which, you know, quite honestly is great because you get to play hockey three times. But it's STBY also because, like, you're not going to get a Christmas present from me because you're not coming up here. So you're out no, of luck, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm definitely devastated. I mean, time in New York. Yeah. Yeah. live up there if I was good. I mean. I know. I know. We'd have to play it at IHC if we could get you. <laughs> uh, Cam, what's going on in your world? How was your weekend? Um, it was all right. Well, yeah. actually, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Hockey, like always. Pretty good to have yeah. two game weekend. Saturday. Uh, no, I don't think I scored one on Saturday. But no. did have a loud bang. Could've, I, I could have used one from you Saturday, buddy. Will, Will should have counted. Will's hit the top corner and came back out. but didn't oh, So we should have won, won that game? <laughs> no, that, it did not go in. That thing went in. I don't think we have good video of that, do we? Do they have a, do they have live? Mar- oh, do you, yeah, no did, did you record that game? Maybe we could check in Canton. Yeah. Um, yeah, you I mean, I did record it. We, we can I go don't back. know if you got that guy. Yeah, we'll right. maybe, maybe we can file an appeal with the state of New York and try to get the game score changed. <laughs> I don't think they'll listen to us. How about Sunday? How, Sunday, you know, well, we kind of oh, had an average weekend, didn't we? Well, back to that, I just was like, the loud yep. bang. I thought it was just like something <laughs> up, in the, up in like so, the uh, score box. I thought it was like some like metal like uh, shelf that fell. So, you know what? That that big loud bang occurred right after I said, I yelled, let's go Wolves. And then that big wha-bam, I said, I brought down the roof in other places too. I thought that was all me. I totally took credit. For yeah. That. Uh, so uh, for our viewers, uh, what Cameron's referring to is a, Large willow tree crashed on the side of the arena (laughs) during a windstorm as we were playing and scared the heck out of us. I was on the ice. I I was like, I kind of jumped and looked to the side. Yeah, I I thought that roof was coming down. I thought something was busting right through that. It was a a huge tree, too. And we were warming up right outside next to it before the game. Did you guys go look? Were you with Coach Nethers? Did you guys go look at it after the game? Yeah. I heard it was monstrous. Yeah, it was it was huge. I did not see that after after the game. I was just trying to not get blown away. I mean, holy cow, that was so windy. Hey, so on Saturday, I had Cameron down for a goal. Are you saying he did not score? Is that the one that you? Said oh, hold on a second. Hold on. Let me let me. I got score sheets. Look at this. I got score. Okay. I, I brought score sheets. Can't oh, I want to, I want to com- compare because you know I just I just call them the way it looks to me. And no, I got seven, uh, seven. Will Vokey from two three. Yep. Uh, that'd be Connor LaDuke. Uh, I got 1919 Keegs, the Keeg man. Yep. Uh, Daniel Keegan from 20, which is uh, Steve Meyer, the second, also known as Steve O. Yep. And then I got uh, 26, uh, which is Mateo, Teo, oh, Dalpy, okay. uh, with an assist from uh, five, the nickel Treyback, and 22, Carter. Jimmy Carter Nethers, Jimmy Carter Nethers. Yep. 
That's what I got. I don't have anything for Cam Dallin on that. Okay. Day. So that one, he must have just been neither. And I thought he took it, but it was Mateo. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just giving him the parent point. We, we were familiar with that. He already has enough points. We don't need to give him more. Hey, agree. Agree. <laughs> Trey, what do you got for us? How was your weekend, bro? Um, it was pretty good. Uh, Saturday was pretty wild. That entire game was just crazy. Oh, okay. uh, well, you, you fill us in, bro. What happened? What do you, you got the dates? Something else happened on Saturday. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, a kid uh, broke his ankle. His name was Josh. What was his last name? Arisian. Josh Arasian. Yeah. We, uh, we have a picture of him, right? Yeah, I think we do. We do. We absolutely do. So let me uh, pop that yeah. up right now. Yeah, Josh, good man. Actually uh, talked with him over social media. Talked with him on a text yesterday. That's our man right there. That's Josh playing in that game uh, Saturday night. Hell of a player. He's tough as nails. Uh, I, I actually saw him uh, two weeks ago. He, actually, he skated with the Canton varsity team, too. So, um, got yeah, into now, a little. Have uh, I seen him play with the Steel as well? I don't know if he plays with the Steel. I'm not sure. I know okay. we played in our tournament that uh, when they came down two, three weeks ago. Okay. Uh, and they gave us a heck of a game in that championship game. I know yep. he was in that. He was a big factor in that game, too. Ice physically, he's tough. You know, and uh, we're going to we actually extended an invite. Uh, he, he had a, a, an appointment today uh, with the uh, with the orthopedic surgeon to take a look at his, his ankle to see what the, how serious the damage was, I guess. Um, but he's going to we're going to try to get him on the podcast next week, actually. So um, that'd be really cool to have him on because uh, we're wishing him well. Yeah, I mean, great player. Uh, just unfortunate yep. where he hit Trey. There's no glass to absorb any impact. So Trey just kind of came back and landed on him. And I don't know which way his foot was laying or twisting. Yeah, but I, my, my knee fell right on where his, where his leg meets his foot. Oh. Oh. And then, then the only way Trey could get up was to roll over him. So that <laughs> probably didn't help. So no, um, yeah, no, but it was a scary moment. I can tell you, cause it was right in front of our bench. Like you said, there was no glass there. And, uh, it's one of those moments as a coach where you look down and you're like, nope, this isn't a good one. We need, we need to stop the game immediately, you know? So, yeah. And I think, you know, his coaching staff knows him well enough that uh, he's the kind of kid that is not going to be laying on the ice if, uh, if he doesn't need to be, that's for sure. So at first he was laying there and he just looked like he got squished by Trey. And then when he started trying to army crawl to the bench, I was, holy cow. That was yeah. another story. That's pain. Hockey players don't feel pain. Yeah. So, Hey, Josh, we'll have you on next week. Best of, best of luck, best of health, and uh, we'll be staying in touch with you, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another another big part of my weekend is um, the Canucks ha- fired their head coach and general manager, and have since since they did that uh, move, they've been 4-0-0. Oh, uh, oh oh. Perfect record. So that was uh, pretty big. What jersey do you have on right now? Looks like you're sporting. Stand up. We got there. We go. There we go. We got a Canucks. We got who's Elias Patterson. Yeah, that's nice. I'm wearing Taylor Hall's jersey from the oh. Buffalo Sabres. Brady, but he's now a, a little bit about your favorite uh, NHL teams. Listen, if we're going to talk about pro hockey, hold on a sec. I mean, right, Islanders, baby, <laughs> got their first win at the UBS Arena. Woo hoo! Four two over the Devils, baby. Yeah, one and one and twelve at UBS. 
I'll take it. Better than 0-13. I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, how about being positive, Trey? Braden, Braden, you got an Islanders fan in your house, don't you? Enemy yeah, of the state. Yeah, definitely a little bit of a little bit of some beef there. I mean, yeah. whenever they play each other, we're definitely watching most mm-hmm. of the time. And, uh, I mean, we've had some run-ins with them in the playoffs, too. And uh, yeah, hasn't really turned out our, our way. But, I mean, <laughs> it's true. It's, it's fine. Wait, who's yeah. the Islander fan? Is it your My dad? dad. Yeah. I love this guy. I love this guy. Yeah, he, he likes beer and the Islanders. I'm in. Not- <laughs> Wait until I tell my wife we're moving to Worcester. Nah, no, you're not. But Braden's a Bruins fan, right, Bray? Yeah, I like the Bruins, and I even like Colorado. Wow, oh, they're a good team for sure. <laughs> Trey wants everybody to like the Canucks. Good luck, Trey. Yeah, then you can know both fans. That's right. That's <laughs> it, both fans. Hey, so um, let me see here. Where are we? We're at our weekly feature, Trey's Trivia. Trey, you have any trivia for us this week? Yeah, I do. Um, I have three questions today. Uh, let me just pull them up real quick. Okay. You know, hopefully so, you're not stealing should... them from uh, – go ahead. While you're pulling them up, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the 12U uh, Oswego girls team, their tournament-bound team, on Saturday. What? Oh, you have a report? No. We got a report. I have a report. I have a written report from Jillian. Oh, okay. Then never mind. We'll wait for that. Yeah. Go ahead, Trey. I just wanted to say that I was really happy you you changed the answer for that question to Ryan Getzloff instead of Anze Kopitar because – Ryan Getzloff hit the 1,000-point mark uh, a couple weeks ago. But my first question is, uh, how much Stanley Cups does the Montreal Canadiens have? 20. They have a lot. They have tw- They have 20. They have less than the Yankees, I can tell you that. 24. My guess is 24. That's a good guess. Yep. Mine too. Yep. That might be one of your trivia questions, Dan Dallin. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that would be the correct answer <laughs> see that or i ask what, what team is the most winningest uh championship team in all of sports history and that's going to be the new york yankees you bet your butt it is the new york yankees yeah. <laughs> what do you well we want to talk about that it's a different podcast all right trey what's up now what's next this one's i like this question it's pretty interesting who was the first uh, NHL player to sign a $1 million contract? Uh, I think it was Bobby Hull. That's my guess. $1 million contract with the WHA, the Winnipeg Jets. Um, NHL contract, I said. Oh, shoot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So $8 million NHL. I can't You always default to Dale Howarchuk. I mean. <laughs> no, Bob, Bobby Orr. <laughs> Well, that's a good guess. Yeah, Anyone else have any guesses? Fairly nine NHL players. But no idea. Or yeah. Gordy Howe. Uh, Dan, Dan is actually correct. The correct answer was Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr. All right. Really? Wow. Yeah. You act surprised. It's probably another one of Dan's questions. He has a million trivia questions that he it, asks. It is. It is another one of mine. <laughs> yeah. 
Last one, yeah. Trey. Not that Trey took them from me, but I mean, those, you know, there's only so many sources for decent trivia questions before you start getting into ridiculous, obscure things that, that nobody knows except for Michael Ledoux. It's yeah. <laughs> Those are good ones. Those are good ones. No, these other ones can be dumb. Here's a pretty obscure question. Uh, how long is the intermission of an NHL game between two between a period? How oh. long is the intermission? My God, I was just at, no, I haven't been to an NHL game in a while. I've been to one. I think it's 20 minutes. That's my guess. I, I've went to, I've went to, uh, I went to the crunch game recently, but that's not NHL. No, that's not there in the AHL. Last time I checked. No yeah. Way. And that's not the NHL. Yeah. Hanging on by Trey. I believe it's 20. I believe it's 20. I want to say. What, what do you want to say? What do you yeah, say? Yeah, I'm gonna guess 18. I'm gonna guess 18. I am correct. Let's go. It's, nice. the same, it's the same as the AHL. 18. It's only 18 minutes. It's really? Only 18. Yeah. Well, that oh. explains why I always come back late. Like... <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So great. Um, features this week. Mop of the week's coming up. Winner will be announced at the end of the show. Mop of the week is cool. It has replaced the mullet of the week because we've essentially run out of mullets in the North country uh, and we're going with mops. Although when you see this week's mop of the week, you're actually going to love it. Mm -hmm. And we also have our winner of the 92 challenge power play sports has stepped up again to kick in an awesome prize to the winner of our not so new anymore podcast feature, the 92 challenge commemorating Wayne Gretzky's record of 92 goals in a season. Um, If you email or post a quiz score with a 92 a or higher grade uh what's our email again dan power play podcast nny at gmail.com that's power play podcast nny at gmail.com just type in power play podcast nny at gmail.com and you'll win one of these (laughs) you'll win one of these three prizes if you get the uh and i got a nice submission today from from jared bach we'll see if that one gets hold um but you could win a howie's stick wax two rolls of tape or an original power play hat one prize winner per week compliments of power play sports so uh we'll get to that later uh moving through uh pro report we kind of hit some of that stuff, Trey, but talk to us a little bit about the Vancouver Canucks this week. Uh, who'd they play? How'd they do? So uh, they're the best team in the NHL, the Vancouver Canucks. Um, they they won against the Carol. Okay, so wait, actually, I should start at the beginning. So they fired their head coach, and then they hired a new a new one. And then right off the bat, they scored. I mean, they um they won against the LA, LA Kings 4-0 to zero, right off the bat. To start their goalie, Thatcher Demko's amazing week. Uh, following that, they played on uh, the Boston Bruins. Uh, they easily won against that horrible team uh, by a score of two to one in the shootout. Um, another great game by Demko, only let in one goal and didn't even let in any in the shootout. Then uh, they played the Winnipeg Jets, who they won against in a shootout four to three. Um, so two back-to-back shootout wins. Uh, Demko let in three goals that game which pretty good, not, not amazing, but, and then most recently they played the Hurricanes who are seventh in the league and they were able to pull out a two, one regulation win. So, and then uh, for this week, the NHL star of the week was Thatcher Demko, the goalie for the Canucks. He won the NHL star of the week. Yeah. He's been playing really well, Trey. His safe percentage has been going up. I noticed. Yep. Yeah. 
What's going on uh, with the New York Islanders, Dan? I, I know they won their first uh, game in a while. They won their first game. Well, it's their <laughs> second game in a while, actually, right? Because two nights earlier, or yeah, they won uh, a game on the road. So they won two out of their last more than five games. But uh, <laughs> most recently was that first win at home at the UBS Arena, 4-2 over the Devils. Nice. Good team to beat if you got to beat one, right? Next door neighbor. Absolutely. Only team better would have been the Rangers, but we'll take the Devils. Yep. Uh, and a little bit about the Boston Bruins. Uh, they had a great swing out west, grabbed five, five or six points, uh, beat Edmonton, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. Uh, yeah, five out of six points, bro. Five. They missed one with Vancouver. That's absolutely correct. But grabbing five out of six points and beating McDavid and Dreisaitl was nice, even though Dreisaitl drilled in two. Uh, they beat Calgary, which is nice. Uh, they lost to Vancouver in a shutout, but to grab five out of six points in a West Coast swing is awesome. Uh, some new, some news off the shelf that's a little bit disturbing to me is that um, I'm hearing scuttlebutt that uh, that um, there are people in Boston that think it maybe is time for Patrice Bergeron to go along the road after the season. I was reading an article today out of Boston. Uh, that said that uh, maybe this should be his last season and that the Bruins should start to look uh, to get younger and, and move in a different direction. Uh, Got to say, uh, I don't think it's a great idea. A uh, huge fan of Daniel Chara. Love the guy. He was a great captain of the Boston Bruins. He moved along. I wasn't ready for that to happen. Uh, and, but I liked how the, the torch was passed to another great player and another great Bruin and a Hall of Famer and, uh, and Patrice Bergeron. And to see them do the same thing with Patrice would just really be a shame. I hope he is able to finish up his career in Boston. So we'll see how that uh, we'll see how that works itself out. Um, so comments? If, if, if Patrice uh, were to move on from the Bruins, who would be your number one choice for a captain? For the Boston Bruins? Well, they're talking about moving Brad Marchand, too. So I don't I have no idea. They're talking about those two guys being too old. So, well, yeah. if it was Jess Bergeron, who, who would you choose? Would it, it, be it, would, it, would, it would be Brad Marchand, yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure, without a doubt. Even though he slew foots everybody in the NHL, and I still love him, though. And recently, recently <laughs> stopped licking people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's made some strides uh, in that. Um, I'm hearing a lot about Jake DeBrusque going, too. Yeah, he's supposed to be getting traded. Who's your guy from the Bruins, Braden? I know you like the Bruins. Who's your player? I've always liked Marshan. I mean, I, I actually Chara. Chara was mm -hmm. my number one for the longest time. Sad to see him go, but for sure. uh, yeah, I'd say Marshan. I mean, I I do like his um his playing style, his chippy like. I like how he gets in people's heads. Yeah. I think anybody would want them on his team. That's the funny thing. They all they all complain about his uh, a lot of his extracurricular activities, but they sure as heck would yeah. like him on their team. That's for sure. Uh, what do we have from the college world? Did anybody do any college research? I did a little bit of college research. If uh, if you guys don't have anything, I can run through some college scores. Yeah, I did not look it up at all this week. You guys, I got some. All right. Let me run with it. I'll, I'll, I'll try to make a quick one of it because we have a lot of youth stuff to talk about in high school, right? Uh, with with Obey, with IHC. So mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> let's run through. And there's a lot of there's a lot of teams that are off anyway. So uh, Clarkson Men's, uh, believe it or not, Clarkson Men's uh, lost two games. They lost four three to Arizona State on Friday in Tempe, Arizona, and then uh, they followed up taking another hit four to one against the Arizona State Sun Devils uh, on Saturday. 
So clearly, uh, Arizona State is drawing some great ho- hockey players if they're up there beating Clarkson. And I think uh, if he gave me a choice of whether I wanted to go play college, Division One college hockey in Potsdam, New York, or Tempe, Arizona, I think I know where I'm going. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's yeah. nice to walk outside the rink and be warm. Exactly. Big, big college campus. It's a pretty cool place. Probably pretty awesome football stadium and stuff like that. So uh, the women were off. You've seen a lot of that now. A lot of the colleges are going on break. Um, RIT, uh, Dan's alma mater, uh, lost to Army 6-0 on Saturday and then lost to Army again 4-3 on Sunday, which is quite honestly is quite surprising that they lost two straight games to Army and kind of got ran out of their house. Uh, the RIT women's Dan on your side. They last played on the fourth of December. They're they're they've been off they're off for a bit here. I think they're going to a tournament over the holidays. They lost to Lindenwood three one. Syracuse women uh, played uh, Princeton on Friday four four tie. Lost to Princeton on Saturday two to one. Potsdam men's uh, in Pots in Potsdam and Canton uh, SUNY Potsdam and SUNY Canton played this weekend. Uh, Friday night uh, the the, uh, the Canton team. Uh, SUNY Canton won. They beat Potsdam three to one, which is nice for me. I, I'm a big fan. We got some players on that uh, on that team from down here. TC Trevor Christopher being one of them, a Watertown kid. Uh, and then Saturday, the Canton Potsdam game was postponed due to high winds. <laughs> so I think, I, I, matter of fact, I talked to Rick Berkman because he came over to drop off some stuff for a lacrosse tournament we're doing while we were at our game against Canton. He said he was going over to watch that, and I guess they must have postponed it right at game time. And a big shout out, guys, uh, Cam and Trey. You guys remember Coach Moffitt from Plattsburgh State? Uh, yeah. They had a big win. They beat uh, SUNY Morrisville. Uh, and we are big fans of, of SUNY Plattsburgh on this podcast because of the um, friends that we have that went to school there and, uh, and also Coach Moffitt for sticking with us. Uh, 4-3 in overtime against uh, Morrisville on Saturday. So, Coach Moff, shout out to the Plattsburgh men's team for sure. Good win. Yeah, for sure. Dan, let's get into high school. Uh, Ontario Bay this week. I think you have probably a good uh, a good handle on what happened with Ontario Bay last week. Yeah. So uh, last on Friday, uh, they played in Rome against uh, Rome Free Academy, uh, the Black Knights. Uh, that game tied two um, oh, two. Went yeah. went no, o- overtime. Right. Ended up a two two tie. So goals there for Rome Free Academy in the first period, 7-19 in, had a goal by Logan Waterman, assisted by Tyler Locker from Tyler Wilson. Um, later on, 10-30 into the second period, uh, they had a goal by Jake Primo, assisted by Tyler Locker. In between those two goals were Ontario Bay's two goals. 49 seconds into the second period, goal by Ka. Um, Zach Bennett, Zach Bennett, listen to me, Zach Belevins, assisted by Owen Newton from Casey Wilson. And then two minutes later, a 249, uh, unassisted goal by Casey Wilson. And that goal, Casey Wilson continues to just thread needles. He was coming in from uh, the point in a little bit off the boards, stepped up. There were three players between him and the goalie. He was able to push that puck just around those three players, snapped it in, and it sailed in. Goalie didn't even know the puck went in until he heard it behind him hitting the net. It was just, it was a crazy shot. Uh, I don't know. Wilson's been doing that. Oh, and, and, and then he hit the, like the post, like a couple times, the crossbar a couple times. Wilson yeah. did. Yeah. 
That kid's a heck of a hockey player. I'll tell you, I, I, he continues to impress. I mean, every time I see him, I'm a big fan. Of, I'm a big fan. of You know, I'm a big fan of Blevins and I'm a big fan of Newton because they're unity guys. Yeah. Also. But uh, that there's a couple kids on that team that uh, besides my unity crew that are out there yeah. that are really impressing. It was good to see Newton get that assist because other than that, Newton was having a hard time staying on his skates. I don't know what was up. He was. <laughs> He had a he little was, Evan Sanford disease. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what happened. Hopefully he gets those skates sharpened properly. Maybe he'll go to power play sports and get them proper sharpened. Um, in that game, Lenny Dormio for Rome Free Academy, 25 saves. Uh, Colin Bennett, 15 saves. So uh, Ontario Bay really outshot uh, Rome Free Academy by about a 13 or so goals. Yeah, talk about out shooting. Yeah. Uh, again, oh 3 10, 56 <laughs> to 7 in shots. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. We don't want to dwell on that too much. Uh, what, they, what, was, what, was, what does that make uh, Obey's record? 4 0 and 2. I mean, 4 0 and 1. 4 0 and 1. That's good. Um, That's a really good record, honestly. Yeah. Hey, won that I got like, to throw years? some. I got to throw some shout outs and I know I probably did it last week, but it just seems like every week I'm hearing Colin Bennett, Colin Bennett, Colin Bennett, win, win, win. Good job, Colin. He has been uh, playing on his head. Colin has been using that glove. He still windmills some of the glove saves. Uh, He he, likes to look good. Wow. (laughs) Um, I didn't notice any blatant windmills uh, in that RFA game uh, because that game was tight, right? But uh, he's closed up that five hole nicely. He goes post to post extremely well. Uh, he doesn't let any rebounds behind him. I've noticed that on a lot of games uh, for the teams that the teams I've been hired by against, they've been coming off a of post and hitting the back of goalies, and goalies have been flopping down onto them. Uh, that doesn't happen with Colin. Uh, I guess either he stops them or they just go on by. But. Uh, <laughs> No, so he doesn't have to – he's not worried about those the, the bouncing off the back of him. I mean, he's, he's covering those posts. That's really what that says, is that he, they're not bouncing off those posts and coming into the crease. Um, they're going away. So Yeah. great. He's a great student, too, Colin yeah. Bennett. And yeah. so is Owen Newton. So is Zach Blevins. I'm seeing what those guys' names with, uh, with uh, Northern New York Community Foundation. I'm really proud of them for that, too. So. Mm-hmm. It's good to see. Uh, did in oh man, did they have a second game? Or yeah, did they just play uh, they played uh, Mohawk Valley, mm-hmm. and they won that game three to two. Uh, Mohawk Valley had goals by Logan Donito, assisted by Jaden Lawrence, and Jaden Lawrence assisted by Logan Donito. Um, and then in that game, uh, Blevin scored with an assist from Matt Olson. Joe Brodor scored, assisted by Stern and Cody Mashaw. And Casey Wilson with another goal assisted by Bryce Goodenough. Bennett had 25 saves in that game. That so, Cody Mashaw is a heck of a player too, isn't he? Yeah, Cody and Eric Mashaw, right? The yeah, two brothers. Yeah. Uh, they play really well together. One on offense, one on defense. Uh, and uh, yeah, they, they do well. It's it's always funny. You know, you'll see people that pass like, oh, they're passing together really well. And you look down, you're like, that's because they're brothers. They, yeah. <laughs> they've been doing this for a long time. Right. Uh, what about Bailey Bailey Down? He destined uh, which game? The Obey the uh, Obey two two tie versus yeah. Rome. Yeah, he so uh, Bailey uh, has made the high school team. He has not played in a high school game yet, uh, aside from that first scrimmage that they had preseason, which he played in that, and he mm-hmm. played really well in that game. Um, so he was not dressing, but his team 
asked them, uh, his captains went to the coach, another player went to the coach and asked him if Bailey could dress and go with them and sit on the bench for that Rome game. And he did. Um, yeah, tight game. It was a tight game and, and he was there. He was huge. Uh, he, he got in a kid's face because he took a stupid penalty. Um, <laughs> you know, so Bailey was all, all you over. You don't want him after you. No, sure. no, I, he, he gets mad, you know, he's like, you cost the team, you know, and all sorts of stuff. So, um, and then Bailey played, uh, you know, on Saturday and Sunday and Sunday coming away with his first goal of the season. That's awesome. Uh, you did the IHC CNS game. Uh, I was actually out of pocket for that. I was not on the bench for that one. So I don't know if you have the score sheet of the wrap on that. Um, uh, I do know it was a six, three, uh, IHC loss, um, when they played CNS down in Cicero and I, you know, I watched it. I was watching the broadcast while watching, uh, my daughter Tori's, uh, basketball game. Uh, so I was at IHC watching my daughter's varsity basketball game. And also I had you on the, uh, on the DDN Dallin broadcasting live from uh, Cicero with the CNS IHC game. Yeah. So, I do not have that score sheet handy. Um, I apologize. Yeah, you lost a little service in the middle of that too. If I remember right, that was, uh, there was some technical difficulties there, right? I did. I did. Um, and that alerted me to, uh, it's just another area that I can pay attention to catch when that drops and does not come back. Because the encoder that I use lets me know when it's sending out a strong enough signal, but I did not yep. realize that YouTube had stopped receiving. If it drops it, YouTube will hang on for a little bit, and if it catches back up, it'll keep going. And mm -hmm. that actually happened earlier in that game. Um, and then later on, it dropped out. It just did not recover in time, and I did not realize that. And I don't. I think the whole third period is lost. Yeah. So no, that's too bad. Uh, so that was a 6-3 loss to IHC. A couple games coming up this week. Uh, you have the game scheduled for this week, don't you? Actually, I have it over here, too. But I know you're broadcasting one of them. Hopefully, you have a color analyst for that game. Yeah, well, so tomorrow night, I'll be in Valley uh, while Ontario Bay plays against Syracuse City Cougars. And then yep. on Wednesday, I will be up in Watertown at the Fairgrounds Arena as IHC takes on the Liverpool Warriors. And then on Thursday, I will be in Oswego as Ontario Bay Storm faces the Oswego. I don't know if they're the Bucks, Buccaneers, whatever. They're a pirate. Buccaneer. I think they're a Buccaneer. Buccaneer. <laughs> so I'll bring my $2 entry fee. Um, and, and then I'll be doing that Baldwinsville game on Friday. Yeah, I was just going to say, yep, I am available on Friday for IHC as they go out to play Baldwinsville. What is it? Are they Baldwinsville, what? Are they the bees or something? Yeah, I think they are. I'll have to look that up. Baldwinsville's bees? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like B E E S, like the thing that stings you or bees. makes honey. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Be the nice one. Uh, makes honey. Nice one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's think, let's think positive. <laughs> So I'll have to reach out to that Beeville coach to get their roster because for Syracuse, I did that. I reached out to uh, Coach Pollins, and he sent me over the roster today. So, Good deal. Uh, let me see. Let's uh, Lady Pirates, Piper Gonis, actually, they have a game tonight. Uh, she just texted me and said we have a, we had a varsity game tonight, so I was trying to get an update on the, on the TI Lady Pirates. But I don't have anything. Youth hockey, let me – let me hit up a couple things here. Let's go with uh, Watertown Mites. Coach Hannah Sherrill 
looking for volunteer junior coaches. I'd like to get uh, Trey and, Trey and uh, Cameron involved in that, helping out. I know Carter's doing that. Jose's doing that. Who else? Aiden. Who? Aiden Terry. A and Jose, Carter, right? Carter, Jose, Aiden, and who's the other one? Trey. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to get involved in uh, coaching with the Watertown Mites in a volunteer junior coaching program, email us at powerplaypodcast.ny. I got that right this time. It's powerplaypodcast.ny at gmail.com. And we'll get your info over to Coach Cheryl. Uh, I do have some really good reports from the Watertown 12U Red Team because they were in a big, big, big tournament this week with Coach John Rose's crew. So let me fit. That's the Messina ALS Tournament A Division. Uh, Friday night, Watertown Hockey Association 14U Wolf, excuse me, 12U Wolves Red versus Center State. Final score 5-2. WHA came out strong, scoring four goals in the first period. Center State rallied, came back with two in the third, but <clears throat> WHA grabbed one more. Warren Young and Charlie Net, uh, Charlie Nutting, who was our reporter in the field, by the way, Charlie Nutting, Braylon's little brother, goaltender, actually came and skated at our practice this week. Big help. Uh, we split time and net on that game. MVP of that game was Paxton Rose. The unity player. I like to see that. Awesome. Uh, Saturday morning, WHA versus North Country Rouse's Point. Final 5-1. WHA Wolves 12-U Red. Roaring Young played in net. Awesome game. Awesome game by the entire team. Going to go out here one more time. Dominic Wisner, the Wiz, Unity Lacrosse and Unity Hockey was the MVP. Uh, Dominic, the Wiz, Wisner. Uh, and then Saturday afternoon, WHA played Oswego. I think they are the Buccaneers. Two for whatever the heck that. What is that line again? I never get that thing right. Two bucks ahead. <laughs> Two bucks ahead, a Buccaneer. There we go. <laughs> Hey, final score, Watertown Hockey Association, 12U against uh, the Buccaneers, 8-3, uh, Watertown Hockey Association. Charlie and Mikey Nichols in net, impressive showing from the offense with a lot of goals. MVP, another Unity player, Sam Miller. Congratulations, Sam Miller, for being the MVP. And then uh, Sunday, the Watertown 12U Red was in the championship game versus Center State, and Center State's a formidable opponent. First period, Center State came out strong. Uh, battle ending with a score two to one Watertown WHA came out strong in the second period, scored three more goals only to have center state rally and come back. The period ended at six, four after a hard fought third period, Watertown poured it on and went ahead 10, five. Although the score was not reflective of the game. Our team is being humble. That's great. Center state goalie was on fire, made a ton of saves, which we saw a goalie like that yesterday. Uh, Roaring young was the, the uh, WHA goalie for the entire game. Kudos to Warren Young. Heck of a goalie. Actually came to our practice last week and filled in for us. We appreciate that, Warren. Do a great job out there. And the MVP of the championship game, another Unity player, Alec Nitre. Alec Nitre from the Watertown 12U Red team and also from the Unity 12U team. Alec, congratulations. And congratulations to Coach John Rose on a championship at the Messina ALS tournament. Congratulations to all the boys that played really well. And thank you to goalie Charlie Nutting out in the field for reporting on that game to us. Coach Wisner wanted to, uh, uh, wanted to let everybody know out there that the Watertown Pee Wee Red, the Watertown Pee Wee Red team 
has the following open dates. So if you are listening to the podcast and you know of anyone looking for some games, red games on January 15th or 16th, we're willing to play home or travel. And on the 22nd of January, we're willing to travel. Reach out to Shane Wisner or reach out to the podcast, Powerplay Podcast, NNY at gmail.com, and we'll put you in touch with them. What do we get next? Excellent. 14. That's a great report. Yeah. It's pretty detailed. I got another 14-year report. Uh, <clears throat> the 14-year white team played last night. Uh, and they played uh, WHA Bantam 14-year white played against Potsdam up in A-Bay um, because we were playing here in Watertown with the 14-year red. Uh, they had played that, la- that team last week. They won 5-2. Uh, to two. Uh, it was a well-played game. They had a rematch, obviously, yesterday up in the Bay. Potsdam came out strong, clearly wanted to win two goals in the first, but WHA answered back, tied it 2-2. The game went back and forth the whole way. The game uh, was tied 6-6, and Potsdam scored with 30 seconds left in the game to go ahead 7-6 and defeat Watertown. Uh, Both teams are excited for a rematch uh, as it's a very competitive atmosphere when the two teams play. Congratulations to Aiden Terry for filling in and playing up there as the goalie for the Watertown 14U white team. Great job, Aiden. Watertown 14U red. That's Trey and Cameron. Uh, We'll go quick on this one because we've talked about it a lot already. Three games over the weekend. As the coach, I can say that we had an average weekend, not one of the best weekends we've had all year, but uh, an average weekend. Uh, We had three games. Uh, Saturday night, we played at the Pavilion against uh, a formidable opponent and a great opponent, the Canton Bears. I love playing against the Canton Bears, like everything about them. Uh, We wound up going ahead 3-0. As you know, there's a serious uh, injury to Josh uh, Rajan at uh, midway through the second period where he had an ankle injury. Uh, That put a halt to the game. His teammates rallied around that injury, in my opinion, and fought back like bandits. They really did. They fought hard, and they wound up tying it late in the third period, uh, 3-3. And uh, that's how the game ended, 3-3. And that's the second match between those two teams this year. First match was a 4-3 win by Watertown. Second match was a 3-3 tie. So look forward to playing them again uh, soon. Uh, On Sunday, played against a solid, very solid Ogdensburg red team. Uh, And... WHA 14U Red lost four to two. Score was three to two with uh, 44 seconds left. Uh, and the reason it was so tight is because uh, Cameron delivered Leighton in the third period to make it three two. Great job on that goal, Cameron coming up the wing there, uh, flying. Nice goal. Beat the goalie. He just hammered Short it. Short side. He hammered it, baby. After uh, so, after uh, after a great talk. With a after a great coach. Yeah, well, try to motivate you, and you did a great job. Uh, so 3-2, and then they banged one with 44 seconds left. Uh, they kind of got through us. We had a lot of pressure uh, at the end of the game to try to tie it, but we weren't able to do that. So uh, tough for us, only our second loss of the season. Um, so tough loss. Followed it up, played their uh, their 14U white team uh, with, uh, and, you know, they added a couple. They played both the goalies from the red team, and they added a line from the red team. Uh, and... Um, they fought that team fought hard. They have a heck of a goaltending squad. We, I think we out, we outshot them uh, 56 to seven and uh, pulled out the seven, one win. A lot of great goal scorers in that game. Uh, a lot of great things going on, but when you put 56 shots on a goalie and he only lets in seven or two goalies, you guys got to admit those goalies played pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah did. Uh, mentioned Connor Leduc as well. Yeah. We had a good goalie. We had Connor Leduc. What hasn't played? I think he said six months. No, yeah. Eight months. 
Eight? How, how much? 18. 18. 18? Uh, I think the last time he played goalie, Cameron, thought, honestly, was, was like when we were up in the Bay during our first Unity practices, like oh, right yeah, around COVID. That's why I said six months. That's, that's what I thought it was. No, it was the year before. No, that. Like when COVID started. The year before yeah, that? when oh. COVID. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, let's that. I should give we should give some props to Connor Leduc, right? I mean, yeah, Jeepers stepped in, borrowed, uh, bro- borrowed the pads from the Brodenator, Brody, <laughs> the Brodenator. Yeah, the Brodenator's out for three weeks. We can't, we can't talk about why the Brodenator's out because we got HIPAA violation things all out there, but we're going to be missing the Brodenator. That'll be Brody. Uh, and uh, and then and Aiden had to travel and support the, the white team. Uh, so uh, we suited up uh, Connor LaDuke, uh, the utility man, came in and uh, yeah, he held on the fort, right? Held on the fort, did a great job. Did you guys score? Either one of you guys scoring that one? I don't know. No. I, think you got it. I got no. two assists. Yeah. Oh, in that second game? Like, I, think, yeah. did I, I, did, I don't know. I don't think I asked in that game. I might have. I'm not sure. I, I don't might, think so. No, I don't I, think so. I might have the score sheet floating around here. For those sports fans out there that want to know, I know there's a lot of sports fans out there that really don't want to know what's going on. A lot of even strength goals. We're not. Well, that that's the game that Cameron got his assist that I owe him a dollar for. Oh, that, yeah, that yeah. is the game. Yes, he had an assist on 88th goal. 88. Oh, Nick. That'd 80, be Nicholas. 88 doesn't, 88 doesn't really score that much though. Yeah, how many times did he score that game? Did he get a hat trick that game? I think he yeah. did. He got a hat. Yeah. I think that's like. Well, the, he does like the, every game though, so it doesn't really. Came back. Yeah, I came back after not playing over the weekend. So I yep. had the first goal was uh, right Nethers from Dalpy. Then I had yep. Neto from Ledoux from O'Donnell. Yep. Then I had uh, Felder from Gregory. Correct the window. Good job. Then I, then I had Neto from O'Donnell. Yep. That one was from me too, though. I'm I'm kind of mad about that. It was. It was a two-pass goal. Yeah, and it was, didn't it give was you definitely anything. for me. All right. Well, yep. I, listen, I'm lucky. Normally, when I'm broadcasting, I'll say somebody passes something, then they score. I'll be like, who did I say pass that puck? I, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I had Neto from Dallin. Yep. Yep. Um, then you probably had uh, you had 3-8. Uh, I did. I had Taylor unassisted. Yep. And then I, I had Myros from, I can't remember. Yeah, Jake. Myros from Taylor, I think. Jake's yeah. fifth goal of the season. Big shout Big out to Jake, the snake Myros, yeah. owner of two of the most precious twigs in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. what's, he, what's, he, what's he rocking for twigs, boys? That kid has like 700 like He has like $600 worth of hockey sticks. Yeah. Man, dude, he fired that, and you could tell his dad was oh. working the clock. He hit the uh, – the buzzer oh, on the clock. Oh, he oh, wanted, oh, yeah. he didn't have a horn, he right? To, he forgot to stop the clock. He forgot to stop the clock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was, you know, it was a, a, a V Dan Dallin. It was one of those goals, too. It was the seventh goal of the game. You're really not supposed to be celebrating them. And we went house on our bench. Like everybody's right. screaming, like it's like, you know, the game clinching goal. It was his first of the season. Come on. You know, I know. Still a it puck awesome. saver, baby. Still a puck <laughs> saver. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good point, Cam. I'll, let me give you the stats on that. Uh, a little and, a little breakdown. Because you know what? That's with they're the fe- You guys are the featured team in this podcast. I mean, you put in the time. We're going to talk about you guys. Nick Neto's hat trick gives him 15 on the season. 15-3 for 18. 
Oh Nick's a little shy in the assist category, but he's pumping in the goals <laughs> at a five to one ratio, five to one ratio on goals to assist. Just keep shooting the puck. Just keep shooting the puck. And then uh, let me highlight a couple other high. Well, Cameron, eight and five, eight goals, five assists. You're in your dad for five bucks right now. A Lincoln. Uh, you're going to let that build up through the course of the year. That should yeah. be about 50 bucks when it's all said and done. Uh, let me see who else we got here. We got O Diggity O'Donnell. Got to be Owen O'Diggity O'Donnell with 714 for 21. Team leader in points, Owen O'Diggity O'Donnell with 21.714. Uh, Will Vokey. Let's 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 get to Will Vokey before we get to you. Will Vokey, 10414. Uh, Will the Thrill, amazing out there. Kid's a utility player, can do anything he's asked. He's a great team player, awesome. Uh, Nate Taylor, 14.6 and 8. Keegs is 5 and 1. Blake is 8 goals and 5 assists. Blake's pumping him in pretty good. Jake banged his first one. Trey's 4 and 10 for 14. Carter Nethers is starting to creep up 3 3 for 6. Steve-O, 2-1-3, and, and Connor LaDuke, who actually played net, is 2-2-4. Two, two, really sweet goal uh, by Connor Felder this weekend, too. I, I got I to gotta tell him, if, I, if the kid would just keep the puck down, it goes in. He took a shot. It went in just inside the post. It was really good to see. So awesome all the way around. Appreciate everything. Good job, Jose. Good job, Graydon. Good job, Bryce. Mentioning everybody on the team. You guys are awesome. I love, I love you coaching. You guys are a good team. You work good together. Record this year right now is uh, thir 13 wins, two losses, two ties. Pretty happy with the way things are going. Uh, both our losses, tight games. Both our ties, we probably should have owned. Like those applause, boys. Keep oh, the hands really. clapping. Good oh. deal. Hey, let's talk... Hey, let's talk a little bit real quick about uh, about the bean and uh, what's uh, Stelly's nickname? Weezer, Weezinator. Be Weezer. The bean and Weezer. Jillian, uh, Jillian Keegan, the bean, and uh, and Estelle Dallin, the Weezer. Uh, Lady Buccaneers uh, had a couple games this weekend. Let's see what we got here. We got a five-two win against the Lysander Lightning. Two goals scored by Marissa Sharkey. I think we got to get Marissa Sharkey on the podcast. We got we to get around. I mean, we had Clementine Rassley on, yep. and uh, and Jillian scored. Clementine scored again. Ava LaSalle scored. 5-2 win by the girls. Good job by the Lady Buccaneers. Sunday, they won 4-3. First qualifying game against the Rome Grizzlies. Very familiar with the Rome Grizzlies from when Tori played. Quite a formidable uh, girls program down there in Rome. So story uh, goes that that's the first time that that Oswego team has beat Rome. I believe it because they're good. They yeah. are good. They have a and good. It was it was back and forth. Uh, you know, it was it was one nothing. It was one one. It was two one. It was three one. It was three three. And they came back. You have uh, more words on that? I do. I, I think I got to talk about Peyton Colucci, right? Oh my Peyton, God! Yeah, they won four three. Buccaneers won four three. Peyton Colucci had four goals. Straight up, all four goals. Peyton Colucci. That's a Nick Nettle like. Mike Bossy like appearance, quite honestly. All four goals by Peyton. Maybe I get Marissa Sharkey and Peyton Clucci. Uh, and Mackenzie, but was it Battelle? Battelle, yeah, the goalie. Oh, uh, she, oh my God. The, talking to Estelle, Karen was there, my wife. Um, mm -hmm. Mac, uh, yeah, Mackie Battelle. She stood on her head in that game, making unbelievable saves. Girls were pumped with Battelle. Bucks record nine three and two, 
very good record. Not 13, two and two, but still pretty good girls. Still chasing Cameron. Saw a nice picture of 75. Steli this weekend reminded me of her brother because she was tucked in Jersey, just like Cameron. I can't look at this Jersey. She tucks it in. No, that she tucked it in. It's it's keeps her in quaint. She can zig and zag in and out. Um, but right there, that was after that long fought battle, going back and forth, coming away four three. Uh, that team was beside themselves. Karen tried to get a picture of them all together, uh, at least at the very least, though, as they were skating apart. Estelle caught Karen's eye and posed for the picture. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, Jillian Keegan, great write-up again, Jillian. And Jillian is doing these write-ups herself. Angela yep. is not helping. I was able to confirm that this weekend. Um, I actually got hell from Angela for even insinuating that these weren't being written up by Jillian. So Jillian <laughs> got your back. Uh, up, upcoming games for the Oswego Buccaneers are on the 18th in Binghamton at 3.30, the 19th at the Anthony J. Crisafuli Ice Rink. And they have two games on Sunday at 11 and 2. Busy, busy, busy for over the Down family and the Keegan family with all this hockey going all over the place between Oswego and Watertown. Should be able to catch the broadcast of that two o'clock game against Monroe County Youth Hockey uh, at two o'clock on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash the Dan Dallin. I'll also I like be it. doing yeah. that morning's game for Salmon Rivers 18U team. And then Saturday's game, um, probably also for the 18 you i don't know we have to figure that out saturday since there is no watertown wolves 14 u tournament bound red team that means that cameron dallin will be available to go to the src center for his first saturday indoor track meet at 3 p.m on saturday look at that that. look at how excited he is for that no cameron stand by because we do have some inquiries about playing us on saturday still Mercedes Nethers is working to try to get us a game so that you don't have to go run. <laughs> you may want to help her make some phone calls, dude, if you want. But um, yeah, if there's no hockey, around. you're going to track. You get better and better every single meet. Uh, you're fast. He runs the mile. You get like, if I, better. If mm. I get two personal bests, I get a candy bar. So, like, you out. already have a buck. No, you already have five bucks. You can buy a lot of candy bars. Just keeps getting assessed. Yeah, Cameron <laughs> would rather win candy. He sure as heck is not going to spend money. <laughs> well, that's funny. Uh, <clears throat> oh, what did I have? You know what I? You know what I wanted to give a shout out. A couple of different shout outs. Uh, first of all, shout out to my my godson out there in, in, in Massachusetts, bro. Thanks for coming on our podcast. It's great to have you on here. Maybe Thank we'll have you, you again. Yeah, and we're gonna have to get some reports on your team so we can keep uh, keep uh, the podcast updated on what's going on. I'll keep you uh, That's great. Hey, I did want to give a shout out uh, to a couple of really good fans out there, uh, Tony and Gabe Medina. Tony and Gabe Medina, big followers of our podcast, big followers of everything hockey. Uh, great to see. Uh, just appreciate all the comments and, and all the uh, all the nice things that uh, those guys have to say. And kudos for, to Gabe. Right, he's not playing hockey right now. 
uh, wants to play again in the spring, but he has, uh, he's been boxing down at the gym here in Watertown. Saw some footage of him this week. Uh, it looked really great. So congratulations to uh, Gabe. Uh, keep punching him, bro. You look good out there. Um, and then the other thing that's really nice is that um, our, uh, our Facebook page uh, has risen from uh, about 115 members uh, to today. We hit 338 members on Facebook that are following the power play podcast. So um, if you, that's re- that, I'm really excited about that, yeah. right? You know, so there's a lot going on there, and and we're just we're really starting to we're really starting to steamroll here. We have uh, we have some uh, really interesting uh, things coming up on the podcast. Uh, and and uh, Dan, can can you fill us in on the on the on the Jameson uh, the Jameson coil? Because I you got the last email from him, and I want to make sure we get it right on what's going on with Jameson. Yeah, so Jameson is available to join us next week. I think we're going to have to record Wednesday evening next week to include him uh, for the entire show, and that'll be great. We'll be able to catch up on everything that happens between now and then. Uh, So let's make sure we do our homework, boys. Have questions ready for him? Yeah. Jameson is uh, is a, a host on the NHL Network. Uh, if you not, are not familiar with him, go to the NHL Network's uh, website and or watch some highlights from the NHL Network. He works regularly with uh, with Kevin Weeks, who a lot of you guys know. Uh, so it's great to have him on. He also uh, studied at Syracuse University, so he has ties to the North Country. He studied broadcasting at SU uh, and comes actually from uh, from our hometown, Nashua, New Hampshire, where he played, uh, where he was a stellar hockey and, and baseball player. So that's our connection to Jameson. So we look forward to having him on our podcast uh, next week. It's really great to be able to do that. And we're always looking for new features. And if you have a connection to uh, anybody at, in the NHL, trying to reach out. We're going to try to get Greg Carvel on from UMass. That's our next poke. I'm going to try to reach out to Greg, uh, see if he can get on the podcast, trying to reach out to Kevin Weeks uh, from the NHL network as well. So we got the, we got our feelers out there. If you know anybody, we'd love to have them on. Uh, I want to hit up the, uh, the, the mop of the week. So uh, let me pull this up here and do a little screen share. If that's okay with you guys, let me just uh, close down the uh, chat. Yep. So while, yeah. while Mike's doing that, uh, just fill you in. Right? Jameson Coyle next week, he is a host of NHL Network's NHL Tonight, and he appears on doing a lot of remote event coverage, in-game updates, and various other NHL Network studio programming. Previously, he was a studio host and reporter at Nesson, New England Sports Network for Nesson Daily, as well as Hockey East. So he knows hockey. That's and, for sure. That's good stuff. And soon we'll know him. And he'll know Absolutely. <laughs> Not so sure he wants to. So let me do a little quick uh, screen share here and let's uh, get that out of the way. And hopefully you guys can, can you see my screen? There we go. Yep. There, all right, awesome. So the mop of the week replaces mullet as the new term. It's for the Mao, baby. The Mao Mao. Dan named this thing the Mao and it has hooked. Here is Sullivan Sully Smigelski. Just turned six years old, plays on the white eight you might program in Oswego, New York Buccaneers. We know that already. And they wanted him to be considered for mop of the week. Let me tell you right now, check out this kid's do. This kid's got it going on. He's got it going on in the locks in the back and the front. He's looking pretty serious. He's winning medals. Sully, you are this week's winner of the mop of the week. So far, we've had submissions. Tanner Esposito was in, but he cut his. So we've had uh, winner Evan Sanford, Braylon Nutting, 
Daniel Keegan, Colin Whitmore, Matt Bice, who I think you said scored this past week, correct? He did. Yep. Yeah. And and uh, and then now, Sully, you are the winner of week eight. So we will reach out to your parents and we will notify uh, the folks over at PowerPlay Sports because you have a nice prize of a hat coming from them. Stop in there. Look at that. PowerPlay Sports. Look at that hockey stare in that center picture. I love it. He's <laughs> just like staring. I feel him. He's he's hitting me in my soul. And then he's got that those luscious locks, that nice salad mop on top of that head in that last picture. It's fantastic. Awesome. And next up, as you all know, 92 challenge uh, winner for week six. Uh, excuse me, not week six. We're at week eight. Jeez, we're at week eight already. Uh, the 92 challenge is awarded to the student who has a, uh, a grade of 92 or higher A uh, and has submitted it to the Power Play podcast either by uh, email or by social media. And this week's winner for week six is Colden Reber. Jordan's son. Jordan volunteers a lot of time with the Watertown Hockey Association. Colden Reber with a grade of 104 on his prime and composite numbers test. Nice work, bro. I actually have a picture of it right here. 104, 25 out of 24. A great job, Colden. I don't think I could have got 104 on that test at all because it's math. So I probably would have got about a 40. Uh, so Good job, Colden Reber, 92 challenge winner for week six. And I know you spend plenty of time over there at Power Play Sports. So you can pick up your prize, which is a hat, Howie stick wax, or two rolls of tape. So we'll let uh, the folks over at Power Play Sports know you are the winner. Yeah, your choice, Colden. You pick it out. Whatever one of those three prizes you would like to go home with, it's yours because you rock at prime and composite numbers. I love it. Wait until you get up into geometry and physics, and you can really take advantage of those angles off of the boards, not those horrible, horrible angles I saw some boys try to make over the weekend. Hey, you see, have you seen mine? I made like three straight passes to yeah. like, uh, who was it, like Nick and Nate off the boards. And even passing to yourself off of the boards, right? Angle of incidence is equal to the angle of uh, whatever it is on the way out. Yeah, exit. In <laughs> I'm out. pretty good at I'm pretty good at the bank passes. Yeah. And that's nothing but pure physics, baby. What do you got for me? Anybody else got anything else? Anything good? We still haven't got any submissions. We really want to have a special contest for our lady hockey players. You know what? I think we got to clarify. It's a mop of the week. So if you've got great yeah, well, helmet yeah. hair, right? I mean, it's no longer a mullet. It's a mop. So... Uh, I think that's inclusive of all genders now. Hey, guys, I kind of find it weird that Steve, Steve-O Amara II has not submitted that mulletron that he wears for the mullet of the week. You guys really should get on him because that thing is sick. It really is. You know what would be great is maybe after a practice, if the two of you cornered him outside of the locker room with a yes. camera, with your phone, outside of the locker and did a quick hot selfie uh, interview with him be like Steve 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 we gotta ask you man how come you haven't submitted in that salad for mop of the week what's going on what are your feelings what are your thoughts yeah I think it's a good idea I think my nephew uh, my nephew Braden Rich Braden Bray Bradley you gotta maybe get some of those kids uh, out your way to submit maybe some of the dues that they have bro you gotta spread the word out there maybe we can you know maybe we can branch out and start covering a little bit of your hockey I don't know if we have enough time but uh, you know 
Spread the word, Bray. Come on. Share the podcast. This could always become Power Play Podcast N-N-Y-N-E, baby. The 90s. Yeah, (laughs) N-N-Y. We could just change it to Power Play Podcast New York, New England. We're just going to start blowing this thing. That's going to blow this thing up. Make sure you share this. You better get some followers. You better get some people watching you. We have, we definitely have a lot of people down here. There's a lot of like great things happening. I know mm-hmm. a couple players that are, I think they're going to step it up a little bit. They're going like next level. Mm-hmm. One of my friends just got drafted actually to the the Prince Albert Raiders. Oh, country. yeah. Oh, wow. Like the, yeah. What are they in this QF? Who, uh, who is that? Give us that kid's name. We got to uh, get. Dmitry Toprowski, his dad, uh, we know him. I played hockey pretty much with like him all my life. I've skied with him. and Oh, yeah, Topper. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we, well, you know what, Bray? You got to get him on with you as a guest. You guys could come on and you could like sit in the same screen and, and you guys could shoot the breeze with us. Maybe you could do it from the from the from from Bay State. Like get yeah. a Zoom, get an iPad going on. We could do a little highlight of the Bay State crew so we could scout it out for a tournament for 2022. What league are the Raiders in? The WHL or the QMJHL? Yeah. No, W WHL. Yep. All right. Come, they're out. They're out there in uh, in uh, British Columbia. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, near Vancouver, bro. Oh, that's yeah. So good. keep us in mind. Will do. I'll uh, definitely keep you posted with uh, everything that's happening just yep. around my area. Absolutely, and. Uh, yeah, keep that in mind for for an interview. I'd love to interview a kid that was drafted by the WHL. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Love to have him on. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's a wrap. I'm going to turn it over to the Dan Dallin to close us out. So I think we could all say it together, right? We're going to say right. make it a great that week. That final or... line. I just go day. Just go day. Let's take right. this one thing at a time here, right? All right. One thing at so, a time. Right. So on behalf of all of us here at Power Play Podcast, remember, don't wait for it to be a good day. Make, make it, it a great, great day. day. There we go. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll get couple it. Days, couple of days. Oh, nice. A couple of days. A couple of weeks. Because a couple of great weeks.